Greetings in the wonderful name of Jesus. Thank you for joining us again for another evening and session prophetic by design. I know this has not been an easy day for many uh, that are in Durban and in South Africa. There's been much activity, uh, much uh, nervousness in different communities, but we pray today that God finds you safe and protected. We pray a Psalm 91 covering over you, over your household, over your family. Amen. We truly are living in unprecedented times. Uh, I, I, I was sitting with my family today and we could not go anywhere, not only because of the lockdown, but because of the protest action and the looting. And we just pray God needs to show up on our behalf as a nation and as a people. So uh, before we continue, I want to wanna just pray with us. But I want you to encourage you today that God is, has got you covered. God has got you protected. And whatever you are going through, I know some of the communities here in Durban uh, have been affected uh, directly. And uh, we're just praying for you. Uh, we know, you know, that it's not an easy time. Uh, we've never lived in a in a time like this. We've never lived through a pandemic. Uh, I never, you know, we know of protest action in the 80s and early 80s, but nothing like this. Uh, so we pray that the Lord will deliver us out of this. And uh, I'm going to share a few thoughts with you tonight, and uh, I pray that it will be an encouragement to you on how to hear the voice of the Lord and and I believe as prophetic people, we understand that this doesn't take us by surprise. Uh, when, we, when we see the spirit of lawlessness that is operating right now, we know that uh, we need a hand of God. We need God to show up in this hour. So let's just pray together. Father, we come to you in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we ask you to show up. Show up over our nation. Show up over the lives of families and individuals. Father, today we pray a protection of God. You said in your word that you will build a hedge around your people. In Zechariah 2.5, your promise is that you will be, you, El Shaddai God, you, Elohim, the strong and mighty one, will be the hedge around us and the glory in our midst. And so today we pray, O oh God, discover your people, protect them, like you did for the nation of Israel. Father, you protected them whilst is, while Egypt was experiencing all of the plagues, you protected your people. So today we pray, O oh God, a protection over your people. Heal our land, Lord. Heal our land, heal the people in our land. This is our prayer. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen. Well, I, I just want to just use a few moments just to encourage you tonight, and I pray that your faith will be built up. Now, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6 says, But without faith it is impossible to please him, for he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is the rewarder, of those that diligently seek him. Amen. So those that come to the Lord must believe that he is 
and that he is the reward of those that diligently seek him. Now, I want to share with you a few thoughts on hearing the voice of the Lord because this, in this kind of season, in this time that we are living in right now, uh, not only is hearing a voice of the Lord important for the prophetic people, but it's important for all of us to hear the voice of the Lord for ourselves. Amen. And uh, the Bible gives us the key to hearing the voice of the Lord. And the key to hearing the voice of the Lord is by faith. Faith comes by, by hearing and hearing the word of the Lord. Amen. So faith comes through hearing the word of the Lord. But in order to hear the word of the Lord, we firstly have to be diligent in our seeking of the Lord. Amen. That means the Bible says those that seek me will after me will find me. Amen. Then we also have to create the right internal attitude to, in order to hear from the Lord. That means in order for you to, be, uh, to hear the voice of the Lord, you have to be open and ready to hear the voice of the Lord. Amen. That means there should be a certain level of anticipation and expectation in your spirit to hear the voice of the Lord. Now, we know that there are certain things that affects us from hearing the voice of the Lord. Firstly, sin stops us from hearing God's voice. Secondly, the enemy will bring guilt, condemnation, confusion in our lives, causing us to stop to hear the voice of the Lord. So this is important. When sin enters in, guilt, condemnation, and confusion follow soon after it. Amen? Then it says, God will speak to us in a way that he knows we can understand. Amen. So in order for us to hear the voice of the Lord, we have to know that God will speak in a way that is easy for us to understand. The message that God conveys to us is not intricate. It's not complicated. It's not confusing. Amen. God is not the author of confusion. God is not the author of doubt. God brings in peace. Uh, 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 over your life. Amen. But also another thing that affects us from hearing the voice of the Lord is unbelief and a hardened heart. Stops us from hearing the voice of the Lord. Amen. Now this is one of the important things. If you don't have a connection, it's hard to hear the voice of the Lord. That means if I call somebody else on their cell phone, but their cell phone does Although they have a cell phone, but they have no connection, they, we, we cannot communicate with each other. Today, if you are not in relationship with the Lord, it's hard for you to hear God's voice. Secondly, in this, if you, if you have unbelief, the Bible says if I have, uh, have any iniquity in my heart, if I have a hardened heart, I cannot hear the voice of the Lord. Sometimes some of us are so angry, not only angry at people, but we're angry at God. And sometimes it is out of our own sense that we didn't hear God or God is not, we don't feel God is moving the way that we choose or we want him to do. Sometimes that affects us from hearing the voice of the Lord. Amen. So it's a very, very important in hearing the voice of the Lord. We got to be open. It's a right, create a right internal attitude to receive 
and to hear the voice of the Lord. Now, we also need to know that when we're hearing the voice of the Lord, the voice of the Lord will never contradict the word of God. That means whatever God speaks is not different to what is written in the word of the Lord. Amen? So we need to understand the word of the Lord will not contradict, it won't go against, it will, it, it, it will complement and it will confirm the written word of God. Amen? Always, we should have a desire to hear the voice of the Lord and we should have a desire to know the voice of the Lord. Hearing the voice of the Lord brings peace and helps us to build up our faith. This is why I wanted to share tonight a little bit on hearing the voice of the Lord because these two elements is most important to us. Hearing the voice of the Lord brings peace and it builds your faith. You know, the, 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 the important part is that um, many of us, if you, want to, if you want to know firsthand, if you want to grow, if you want to develop uh, any relationship with an individual, you need to understand there must be interaction between you and there must be an ability that you must be able to communicate with each other. Hearing the voice of the Lord is part of the way that God communicates to us that which is in his heart. Now, in hearing the voice of the Lord, we must always seek direction from him. We must meditate, study, ponder upon the word of God. Amen. And we must always be open to the impressions that the Lord will give to us. Now, this is not always easy for us to do. And many of us sometimes find it difficult. But sometimes situations and circumstances forces us into that space where we will be open to hearing the voice of the Lord. That means sometimes spiritual frustration and intense desire for change dealing with personal crisis or being in a turning point in our lives sometimes forces us to cut out and reevaluate our priorities. I want to just read a portion of scripture from Isaiah chapter 54 verses 1 to 3. It says, Thus saith the Lord to his anointed, uh, no, uh, sorry, I'm reading 45. I want to read 54, 54. Okay, Isaiah 54, verses 1. It says, Sing, O barren one, you who have not born, break forth into singing, cry aloud, you who have labored with child. For more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married woman, saith the Lord. Then God goes on to say, Enlarge the place of your tent. Let them stretch out your curtains of your dwellings. Do not spare, lengthen the cords, strengthen the stakes, for you shall expand and right and, and to the right and to the left, and your descendants will inherit the nations, and you will make the desolate cities inhabited. Now, I want you to understand in the midst of all of this, when you're able to hear the voice of the Lord, it starts to say, it's speaking in a contrary circumstances. It says, sing, O barren one. That means it's saying to the one that cannot have children, sing, rejoice. There's something else that is greater. 
And then it goes on to say, now enlarge the place of your tent, uh, enlarge, uh, enlarge the place of your dwellings. Do not spare, lengthen the cords, strengthen the stakes, for you shall expand to the right and to the left. Now I want you to understand, the scripture is speaking to a people that biologically and physiologically it's not possible. Why should they be preparing for increase? Because you better. There's nothing there. But I want you to understand today, you may be feeling better. You may be feeling uh, that there's no more spirit, there's no more life inside of you. But I want you to understand when you hear the word of the Lord, you don't let, uh, let your circumstances determine how to respond. You respond as the word has said you to respond. So in this, I want you to prepare. Prepare in the, in, in, for the days to come. Prepare, be hungry, expect, be focused that God is about to do something new and something fresh in your life. Amen. Now, sometimes when, you, when we take our eyes of Jesus and we look at the circumstances, we lose direction. That is why hearing the voice of the Lord is so important. When you hear the voice of the Lord, remember whenever, whenever uh, the, the, the Bible says, and God spoke and I heard. And before, before we can see God doing anything, we first hear God saying, I'm going to do this. Like, 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 uh, uh, like when Jesus spoke, uh, sorry, when God created, he spoke the word. And when he spoke the word, after that, we saw what he spoke. In Revelation, the, the, the Bible says, I heard him and then I turned to see and I saw one like, uh, 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 like uh, the Son of Man standing amidst the candlesticks. I want you to understand this. We always God, we hear God before we see Him. Amen. And this is, and then, so we need to understand. Don't lose direction in this hour. Amen. And we uh, we, we lose direction because of unbelief. Because we are, we allow unbelief into our heart. We lose direction because we neglect our intimate relationship with God. Amen. Make it part of your daily priority. Your prayer time, your time in the word should be part of your daily routine. Amen. Then link up. Amen. The, the, the other thing that affects our uh, loss of direction is wrong, wrong associations. Sometimes not dealing with hurt disappointments and conflict in relationships sometimes affects us and causes us to lose direction. But there's also an unteachable spirit. That means people that feel I know any, everything, nothing you can tell me is new. There's nothing fresh, there's nothing new that you can share with me. And I want you to understand this. We've got to have a teachable spirit. Sometimes by focusing on troubles and trials and not on the word of God and leaning on our own understanding sometimes causes us to lose direction. This is why it's so important for us to hear the voice of the Lord. Now, I want to make a small statement tonight. And the statement was that there are some lessons that, are, that can only be learned in a storm that cannot be learned in an atmosphere of the miraculous. 
That means there's some lessons that we can only learn out of crisis. But we cannot learn these lessons in the midst of the miraculous. Remember the account of Jesus uh, feeding the 5,000 with the, with the five loaves and two fish and the, and the disciples saw the bread multiplying in their hands. Remember Jesus took the, bre the bread and the fish, lifted it up to heaven, prayed over it. Then he took it and he broke it. He gives it into the hand of the disciples and he said to them, now you feed the people. The disciples saw that the piece of bread and the piece of fish that they had was multiplying in their hands. That means as they gave, there was more to give. Amen. And they saw the, 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 the miraculous happening. And immediately after they, they, they fed the, the 5,000 men and besides women and children. So we know there were much more people, at least 15,000 people. And they fed them. He, he said to them, collect all of the crumbs. The, and they gathered 12 baskets full. Then Jesus said to them, go across the lake to the other side. And they're in the boat. I can imagine how their conversations were. All of us are the same. You go to a church meeting, the power of God moves phenomenally. Uh, lives of people are touched. There's just fresh revelation. People are just overwhelmed and, and, and just activated by the gifts of the Spirit. And, and people are excited about what God has done. And your conversation as you drive in your car back home is only about the goodness of God. All of what God is doing, what God can do, and, and all of those things. And, and so their conversation would have started as they left the shores of the miraculous and they said they, they could have went over. Now Jesus knew his disciples. Remember on the Mount of Transfiguration when, they, when, when the disciples saw Jesus in his glorified state, they said, let us build for you three altars here. Amen. And, 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 and so he knew their, their mentality would be is that they would want to stay in that atmosphere. But that atmosphere, although it challenged their faith, it didn't develop great strength in them. So Jesus causes them and he says to them, go, go, go across the lake. I'll see you on the other side. And, and remember this, he, he says to them and they go in and the next thing there's a storm. And in the midst of the storm, they, 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 they're frightened for their lives. What was conversations of glory and conversations of the goodness of God now has changed into, into, into fear and, and confessions of fear. And, and, and they, they're wondering, how are we going to make it through? And then Jesus comes walking on the water. And Peter says, Lord, if it's you, let me come. Jesus says to him, we know Peter walked on the water, sank. Jesus lifted him, brought him onto the boat. And Jesus says, you are of little faith. Sometimes the atmosphere of the miraculous, sometimes, not all the time, sometimes the atmosphere of the miraculous doesn't build that level of faith like a storm. The storm revealed the condition of their hearts. This is why it's so important to hear them. This is why it's so important to know the voice of the Lord. Even in this time, even in the things that are going, many people try to interpret and say, why is God allowing this to happen? Why is that this happening? Why is that happening? 
We want to understand, Lord, what is the reason? How are you going to bring us through this? Because God has always prepared a way out. Remember what was, what was waiting for them across the lake was the madman of Gadara, filled with demon spirits. But the atmosphere of feeding the 5,000 wasn't going to prepare them for the fear that they would encounter across the lake. The authority they needed to operate in. So when Jesus comes the storm, he shows them a level of authority that they need to begin to operate in. That which was about to cause them to sink, Jesus was walking on the water in the midst of the storm. He's with them in the midst of the storm. Jesus is with you in the midst of the storm. Amen. Remember the other accusation, the other account, when Jesus was in the boat and uh, asleep and, and, and the storm arose and they said, don't you care that we, we perish? Jesus is in the boat dealing with the same things that they're dealing with. But that which was on the inside of him, that peace that was on the inside of him, when he speaks to the winds and he says, peace be still. He allowed that which was an inside of him to begin to influence the atmosphere on the outside. May This is why it's so important for you to hear the voice of the Lord. That you can allow that which is on the inside of you to still the atmosphere on the outside of you. Amen. And this is what I'm praying for you. That in this time, as we hear God, many people are not hearing God. And therefore they are losing direction. And, they, and, and, and they're losing faith. But today, for those that hear the Lord, those that wait upon the Lord, their strength shall be renewed. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. shall walk and shall not faint. Amen. God's got you. God is watching over you. I'm saying to you today, lean on Him. Amen. He's, he's going to begin to strengthen you and bring you out of this. Amen. Let's just bow our heads together. Father, we love you. We adore you. Help us to hear the voice of the Lord. Help our ears to be open, our hearts to be open to receive the words of truth. And like you spoke to the men on the road to Emmaus, and they said, didn't our hearts but burn within us as we heard the words of truth. Let there be a burning desire in the hearts of your people to hear the voice of truth. Lord, we are learning more and more that our dependence is on you. Our hope is in you. Our faith is in you. When we have no solutions, when the world can offer us no solutions, you are the answer. So we wait on you today. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen. Well, God bless you. Just stay blessed, stay encouraged, stay, stay built up in your faith. God is going to show up on your behalf and mine miraculously.